This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. Let us help you escape your mind. Folks, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number two sixty nine tonight, and this yeah, is actually baby. this is our five anniversary, fifth anniversary show. Um, we started doing this, I think, right after Christmas two thousand seventeen. So it's been a little over um, five years, and yeah, I can't believe it's been that long, but it has. Um, we started the podcast uh, to try and get the knowledge out there on all these topics and make the world a better place. And since we've started this podcast, the world has become a way <laughs> shittier place. So. It depends on how you look at it, bro. Let's, let's, let's stay positive here. Um, no, I'm joking around. But um, but yeah, so tonight's going to be fun. Nothing serious. Uh, we'll have a couple people popping in and out, some guests, some friends. Um. And yeah, we're just going to go through all the stuff, um, you know, that we've talked about, guests that we've had on, memorable stuff over the last five years, and talk about where we started and kind of where we're going and everything in between. Um, but uh, if you have not already, um, we are in full edit mode for our documentary, uh, which Maurice is currently working on, and I'm helping uh, whittle this thing down as well. Um, right now, we are at a four hour. <laughs> working time yeah. we're on an epic masterpiece at this point man like uh, i said it's like the godfather one through three um so yeah so that's where we're at with that but if you're interested please check out the link i have the link for our documentary down below it's called as within so without from ufos to dmt um we did an episode on it the trailer is on our youtube channel um if you are um, listening on an audio platform, please check out our YouTube channel. We do all our shows live on YouTube. And if you're watching right now on YouTube, please check out all the audio platforms. Um, you know, with this year, we're, I changed some things up already. Um, shout out to our, all of our Patreon members. I restructured that. Um, and uh, we'll be getting back to that 
uh, with guests, segments, and stuff like that. But also, and we're, we're still talking about it, but we might offer a long director's cut of the documentary for $5 on our Patreon at some point here. So no, I don't uh, think about <clears throat> might. I think we are, correct? We are, yeah. Um, so look for that. Um, and again, if you want to support the show, all you have to do is click on the link tree link down below. We have everything on there. We have video episodes on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube, you know, as you see right now. But, yeah, we're, we're on all platforms. So check us out. Leave us a nice review. We really appreciate that. Tell people about us. You know, we're looking to grow. Um, <clears throat> the first five years here have been just, you know, this has been a real passion of topics, getting to talk to certain guests and researchers and authors and different stuff like that. But we're at the point now where I don't have that many people um, that I would consider heroes or, um, you know, next level thinkers that we really haven't talked to that I've been meaning to talk to. I could think of a few. Um, yeah. And we'll maybe talk about that later. But, uh, but yeah, so that's where we're at. The documentary will be premiering March, uh, between March 10th and 11th. Um, at the Roswell UFO Expo. And um, yeah, we, we really appreciate that. Shout out to Toby. He might be making an appearance here in a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think what else here before we get started. Um, yeah, we've got the documentary coming up. Oh, I, you know, I, like I said, I did restructure our Patreon. Um, so we only have a two, a five and a $10 tier on there. The $2 one will be the same as always for $2. You get all of our exclusive episodes and segments. And if we've had guests that have done Patreons, they're all on there, uh, audio visual. Um, and I am going to start running ads on our audio stuff. Um, again, this has been a passion project, but, uh, you know, some somebody's got to pay the bills here. It does cost money. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. Does cost a couple hundy to do this thing a month, which you know we're happy to do. But uh, you know, we gotta get a little something out of it here. Um, yeah. And if you want to, you know, support the show, you can also buy a hashtag Let Maurice Speak T-shirt. This guy's mm-hmm. a very he's like a rare trading card. He only mm-hmm. comes around once in a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have that shirt in the store. Uh, you can click on the link, our link tree. There's a merch store in there. And um, I always think of that. Is it? I think it's Pink Floyd. They have like those faces with no mouths. Oh yeah, from the wall. Yeah. Yeah, that's some creepy stuff. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. It's... Um. Yeah, I, I remember. How old was I? Nineteen, twenty. Uh, I think that was actually the. First time I had been experienced with psilocybin at that point, very experienced, but I had yet to do LSD and I did LSD with my buddy and we both watched the wall and I'm just like, oh my God, I wanted to tear my own hair out of my head. It was not a pleasant experience at all from like the war propaganda in the movie to all the, all the stuff. So, um, you know, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of where we're, uh, kind of where we're at with that whole thing but yeah so this year i did i did a poll um you know to see what people wanted on twitter of our because you know if you're on social media you're checking us out on social media um you know as far as what platform i use most maurice doesn't use social media that much he is on instagram because he's a professional photographer videographer you can follow him on there what's your handle on there 
Uh, I have two. I have one Maurice underscore Hogan, and then I have uh, Maurice Hogan Landscapes, which is just all my nature stuff. It's more that 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 page is just more for my fun, um, hobby, photography. The other one's more for my uh, weddings and professional accounts. Yeah. Um, so go check that out. I also have the link to Maurice's band Dogo down below. They keep releasing, um, tracks. Um, how many tracks have you released? Like five, six? Yeah, we've released five, our sixth and final track to our first, uh, I guess you'd call it an EP or an album entitled Pattern Block. The last track is coming out on January 20th. And, uh, yeah, man, we're having fun with that too. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yeah, really quality stuff. Um, you know, if you like that kind of um, jam sound, but with more of a singer-songwriter approach to it, I, I believe that's kind of what they've got going on there from what I've heard so far. Totally. And uh, you might recognize some of the uh, the uh, album lettering. Oh yeah, Maisie's the Maisie's <laughs> helping me with the with the the, the album art. Man. No, it's joking. coming out beautiful. No, this if guy. You, if you want to say something about the band, you can. But there's nothing bad you can say about the art. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, the art is is quality. Uh, and those are all Maurice's pictures too. So again, he's got some quality stuff out there. Do you sell prints too? I was going to ask. Yeah, I sell prints. I uh, I had a website and I had links. I you have to pay for. Uh, can't remember what the actual term. Um, but yeah, you have to pay extra to have like a a retail store on your website, and I wasn't oh, okay. selling enough prints yeah, to, yeah. to do that, so I just took it off. And I I told people if you want to um, DM me and uh, buy a print, then I would just custom custom make it for you. I also want there to be a level of uh, of art involved. Like a lot of these people, do they just print out a hundred, a thousand of the same print, and it's like I'd rather just do like five prints of one piece and then be done with it. And then there would be some limited factor to it, which would give it more of a rare feel. I know yeah. it may, it may or may not matter, but I just try and make it as much art as I can. I mean, it's, well, you if you're get, not, if you're not concerned about like the exact crispness too, you could always throw some of your stuff in our merch store and then people can put it on a shirt, a cup, you know, whatever we've got, we got tapestries in there. There's all sorts of stuff. So yeah, no, there's some cool that Let me see what we I actually have. have a couple of cool photos where, Michael, we'd be up camping and stuff, and he'd come up with an idea, and then we kind of collaborate on the framing and everything. Maybe we can do some of those because it's kind of a, a joint effort between the both of us. Yeah, here, I got this. I had this. I don't know if you can see that. That's living, breathing magic. We are living, breathing yeah. magic. Yeah, that's from our merch store. So Nice little notebook there. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, all sorts of cool stuff, but um yeah, so 5 years is a really long time. What did I tell you too when we started doing this podcast? That it would happen in a blink of an eye? No, no, for real. What did I tell you? I don't I don't know. What are you what are you talking about? No, cuz you were like plugging away here? He didn't work Maurice didn't really want to like podcast wasn't on the top of his list. Um but I'm like, "Come on, let's do this. This will be fun." And we started doing it, and I'm like, we just gonna keep do- we're just going to keep doing this. And we're, I told him, like, I'm going to make this thing happen regardless. We're just going to keep doing it until something happens. And that's what we're doing. And we're making documentaries. Yeah. We're meeting people. We're talking to the top minds. We're out there mixing it up with locals, you know. Well, the something to happen is a very subjective uh, statement. 
No, but you know what I'm saying. Open I mean, people's eyes. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying what we, we are doing. We are doing it, and we are making something happen because look at the fan base. Look at all the friends and people we've met. You know, the the documentary kind of hones in all the different people that were willing to contribute. Which thank you guys, everybody. I think there's 26 of you that added a piece to this 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 amazing movie that we're working on. But uh, yeah, man, I I'm blown away by the level of uh, sophisticated people we were able to to bring in here and uh you know it's funny as i record uh music with my friend who has a studio chris emerson he was one of our first guests and i was thinking back yeah shout out to chris and i was thinking he's a he's a he's a very intelligent man himself he hasn't written any books or anything but he's very you know uh well read and he knows a lot of different things and uh yeah he was like our first guest which uh that's crazy that, that that was five years ago. Yeah, I mean, we did a couple, we did a lot of episodes. We talked about like Edgar Casey with him. We talked about, um, yeah, I mean, you name it, Fish. Yeah. yeah, Rudolph Steiner. Lucid um, Dreaming. I, his dad's again, a big we Steiner just, oh, nerd. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> we've had his dad, Steiner. we've had his whole family on. We've had Chris. We've had his dad. We've had his wife. We've had his brother. We've had all the Have Emersons we had his wife? Of, we have had her on. She was one of the. Oh, yeah. We did like a fish experience show with her. Oh, yeah. Well, she's a therapist. It would be good to maybe get her back on and talk about the mind and things of that nature. You can do that. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, so we've come a long way. I would say when I tell people about her podcast, um, this is so like the first 50 episodes are us just kind of get, getting our bearings, trying to figure out the whole podcasting thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first 50 episodes. And then... I start to, I start, yeah, take time. Well, well, no, we have like family members, friends, you know, interest, they're interesting conversations, but they're just like people we know or from our sphere of influence or whatever. And then around episode 50, I start to meet more people online and authors. And I think I met like Aaron Vood and he connected me to like Dick Khan. And pretty soon we're talking psychedelics, which we had no plan on doing. Um, Initially, it was just going to be about like ancient knowledge and ancient civilizations and stuff like that. It kind of started to evolve, um, and then from there, so um, we really started to hone in what we're look what we were looking to do. Um, which I think we got to the point. So yeah, like around episode fifty, and then we start to like transition to like more guest author platform profile type of thing and then you know we have start getting like andrew gallimore on and Mm -hmm. um you know eben alexander and like some of these like you know people that are well known but still kind of fringe and then we just started honing in what our actual thing was um so for me um i think we we started out as maybe a podcast without an identity, even though we've always been interested in the mysteries of life, that's always been the thing, right? Is investigating the mysteries of life. Um, I really, the reason why I have these, this little angel and this little devil on my shoulder up here, Socrates and Plato, Mm. um, is because I thought earlier I meditated a little bit on it and I feel like philosophy is really what kind of, helped me pivot to where we're at now and, and gave me the foundation for the way I think about things now in the sense that, again, we had talked about the mysteries, always interesting stuff. You know, I made connections before and all sorts of crazy stuff, but 
I think when I started looking into philosophy, reading Plato's dialogues, understanding um, dialogues and, you know, the structure of, of the way that these things work and, you know, debates and things like that, it really helped me formulate my own philosophies and it gave me the tools to think and to think critically about things. Um, so where I was, I would say, very dogmatic early on in the podcast about like, um, like not anti anything really, but more just very critical of science, like overly critical of science, overly critical of archaeology. And again, I'm very critical of those things still. And I think that there is a philosophy of science component to all this stuff that I don't even think a lot of those people in those fields understand. But I do think that I was harsh early on and I've come to the conclusion that all of these things are a little bit more complex and a little bit more nuanced than we came into this thinking. Meaning, I think there is this true fringe and there is this realm of exploration and unknown that we're all trying to reach through consciousness research and UAP UFO research and psychedelic research and all these things that are going on right now um, in science. And I think that we are at kind of a, a standstill and we are looking for that next breakthrough. But I just think that, again, early on, I was very pedantic about it. And, um, you know, I, I, I always about self-reflection and making myself better. And I just realized I was using science when it suited these fringe ideas and was against it when it was opposed to it. And I, I feel like that that was a huge turning point for me, you know, starting to get in those 50, 60, 70, epi you know, episode number there. And then, you know, I don't know. I'm a big philosophy nerd now. So Yeah, we, we almost flip-flopped. Fully, yeah. fully, full. Because uh, I was very... Uh, well, I don't know what I was, but I've definitely went off into the more esoteric. I mean, I would call um, you pragmatic, spiritual, spiritual esque. Not that I wasn't before, but um, I don't know. Really, I I just kind of base everything in my life on the one, the same principle that the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Whether it's an argument you have with the, your one of your parents, or that's your, not true, bro. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just joking, but I did get in a fight with somebody in the comments about our last. Because <laughs> I, I do, th I think Sandy said that on the last episode I did with San Sandy and Laura, who's a megalith hunter, and I did an episode before Christmas break, um, where we yeah. did a review of the new Graham Hancock series, and Sandy said something similar, like the truth somewhat in the middle, um, I, and somebody made a good point, like, well, what if you know, like it depends on what that spectrum is, I think. Um, and you can take well that in the stuff that we're talking about. If you say two plus two is four, and they're like, "Well, I think it's two. Yeah, the answer isn't three. You know what I mean? It depends on what you're. Uh... Oh, I'll fight you, Toby. <laughs> um... Uh oh, Maurice <laughs> is gonna fight now. But um... it's I, I I base it more upon upon uh, just uh, the memory of things and uh, more more experience based arguments. I kind of wrote a song about that where you know it's your memories are, are pretty much false so the fact that you're relying on those as fact um and you know a, a spout yeah. between a, a significant other is a very good example that you remember the fight she remembers the your significant other remembers the fight what really happened the truth to me is usually in between the two views that we had just because you're filtering the world through your eyes, they're filtering the world through their but, okay. eyes. Okay, so. so I don't want to get too deep into this. We could probably do a whole episode. This is about like perception and 
mind. But I will say this. I agree with you, but I also disagree with you. I agree. Yeah, with well, the truth is in the middle, bro. <laughs> so what are you going to say? I agree with you, but I guess part of me also is saying, well, what if you're somewhat of an objective person? Meaning, like, what if I get in a fight, you know, and my, my wife and I are arguing over who didn't do the dishes, but one of us actually didn't do what we said we were doing. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody could uh, still yeah. be wrong objectively. Uh -huh. So yeah. I, I think that, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that that's, tr it's a, it sounds romantic and I think that it, it does apply to things, but I also think that again, what's the spectrum of what we're saying with that? Because I think that that like context does matter in that regard. That's all. Well, well what I'm saying isn't even really, it's not a code to live by. It's, no, it's I understand a, what you're saying. It's a perceptional thing. Like you have one, you've perceived how this thing went down in your way through your mind. Your, you know, Paula or your girlfriend perceives this thing in a completely different manner. Because I'll add even I'll add another layer to this. So she speaks another language fluently as her main language, right? So. Even yeah. language has such an effect on consciousness and interpretation of things that it might be even more different than some because it's not her first language that you might even have more of a, um, you know, more of a gap there than let's say um, somebody who who that was their first language. So again, I'm not saying that I don't agree with you because I get what you're saying and I agree with you, but I think yeah. it depends on what you're saying within the context. Right, and I, I, I'm, I am agreeing with that statement, but I'm saying it is more as a as something that you can kind of follow if you want to get yourself out of trouble, if you will. Because if you right. kind of can put yourself in, even let's say you did do the dishes, if you try and look at it as you as your wife is seeing it, it might I mean, help you open up your mind to seeing through a different perspective. Not saying that you're right or wrong, and especially in in relationships, sometimes. You know you're right, but you you're just gonna step down because it's not worth. Dude, it's the, always about the, the fucking dishes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, yeah, but no, it's it's cool, man. It's it's all good. I uh, yeah, I'm waiting for someone to come at me. See, I've I've got a philosophy, and this has been working really well with me. And when mm. my wife and I, I just say, you know what, you're right, I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm, but then it, when you're doing it in the in a certain tone, sometimes it can backfire. That you're right. That can, <laughs> but you got to feel that you got to feel that yeah, tone out. Yeah. You know. Well, I, I I've had a good like you pick your pick your battles wisely. I'm not married or anything, but I've been in long term relationships and stuff, and it's it really is a good a good code is to pick your battle because it's like you, you don't want to fight about everything and. uh Sometimes yeah. it's, it is just it is it is worth it to just be the bigger person, so to speak, and just say whatever. Yeah, you know. No, absolutely. I mean, that, you can apply that to any kind of controversy or, you know, you know, stuff you have going with other people and stuff. So, well, you brought up a good point too. It's like how, how much backlash have you had over uh, sticking to a particular ideal? Or or uh, opinion, you know, like has that has that blown up? I mean, I know you're more of a an integral part of the uh, the social media for this this page, like Twitter and stuff like yeah, that. I mean, like people people, for the most part, people are cool. All of course, we get weird emails and people that want to fight and tell us we're wrong about certain uh -huh. things and all that kind of stuff. I, that that does exist, obviously. But right, um, I think for the most part, people are cool. Um, and I think that 
you know, we're not dogmatic. We're not saying, oh, you got to believe this crazy fringe stuff. And, and we're also not saying, oh, you have to believe, you know, what the top scientist in this field said, you know, like, so, so, um, you know, we present things the way they are, which is that, you know, science is the greatest, you know, way to analyze the world around you, uh, science and mathematics. But, mm -hmm. you know, there's a level of interpretation and consciousness and confirmation and different types of biases that come into the mix with that kind of stuff, too. You can you can you're a flawed person, you know, interpreting things. So in that regards, it's not all crystal clear like every people that are doing what we think is like ground ground chain or um you know groundbreaking work on a let's say they found a new civilization or like whatever the case may be they somebody found some crazy discovery in science there's still a level of interpretation with that where again they're just a human being maybe they went to school five years ten years fifth let's just say they went to school 15 years longer you're telling me that that person would be that more much more advanced than you know, a normal intelligent person or somebody with like, uh, you're born with a high IQ or something. I, I feel like we're, we're at a level now where when we talk about these things, we can talk with anybody. We can talk with academics. We can talk with fringe people. You know, I've found myself, um, you know, engaging with many types of different people, um, mm -hmm. on UFO, UFO Twitter and Twitter spaces and different things. So, um, but yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on that. But, uh, but yeah, just shout out to everybody that's been um, helpful here um, with us. We did send out a thing today. We were looking for a um, somebody you know that animates or does graphic design to help with some of the stuff in the documentary. We got a great uh, bunch of people reaching out earlier. So shout out to those people. I'm talking with a couple of those people. And if anybody wants to help out with anything in general, just send us. Uh, um, you know, whether it's the documentary or the podcast or, you know, I also, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I started a second podcast um, with um, producer Shane and uh, our buddy Toby called the Roswell UFO Symposium. So go check that out. I have the link for that down below as well. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, there's plenty of ways. Expanding. There's plenty of ways to help. Yeah. And again, Maurice has his stuff going on and this won't be the first documentary that we'll be making either. This is just no. We're kind of just learning the learning the ropes, cutting our teeth. A lot of the stuff was uh was during the when the world was shut down, so we had to do a lot of stuff remotely. And uh, it'll be nice to the next time. I mean, I'm I'm willing to travel. I like. Uh -oh. I was able to go to a couple of different locations. We have somebody popping shop. in here. Uh oh. Who oh is hey this? hey hey. <laughs> Whoa. There he What's is. Up, Producer Shane. What's yo, yo. On? Is he going to produce something? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. Yo, do something. I produce a lot of nothing. Yeah. No, I'm working on it. I'm just getting started. So, hell, you know, all said and done, Mike, you guys are some of my favorite people. So, my I'm man. glad I met you, man. You guys are great. And I tell you what, I, I, I wouldn't be doing and having the drive I do without... Man, I can't even get an express it, so I'm glad you invited me here for this. Well, no, we appreciate you. I mean, obviously, you're a good friend, but I appreciate you because, like, you kind of – it's weird because you, you messaged me at a time where, like, Maurice is like, I'm going to be taking, you know, a little bit of a break, and I was feeling kind of down about Mind Escape. Not that I wasn't going to continue to do it. 
Oh, nice. My son got this book. That's what um, I'm talking about. And uh, I, I was just, it was a weird time for Mind Escape in terms of like. Synchronicity. Yeah. And then you messaged me and you were all excited about it. I'm like, oh, this is exciting to me. And then you lured me into a different podcast and quit helping me with this one. And then I realized, oh, this was all a scam. But um, no, I'm just joking. No, but no, you, you. Um, Sucker. <laughs> Honestly, the, no, no, like you revitalized my love to do this because you were so excited about all this stuff that it was like infectious and it got me like, oh man, you know, there's so much sh- like stuff that I want to get to still. And, um, you know, I mentioned before, I don't have that many people I still want to talk to. I would like, I've reached out, I've sent an email. I'd like to talk to Graham Hancock. I would like to talk to um, Dean Radin. I would like to talk to... Um, you know, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. It's it's tough because we've interviewed so many cool people yeah. already. I mean, so. I know Graham's been on the top of the list. Maybe you know one I think day. would be appropriate and would be awesome. Besides Toby Org and Sam Harris, I don't know if you'd had Sam Harris. We haven't had Sam. Oh my! He's very I, controversial. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack. <laughs> um, yeah, he recently left Twitter. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I'll, I'll talk to anybody. That's the thing. If if you're interesting or you've written a book or you've re, you've spent dedicated your life to a certain type of research or, you know, you just want to shoot the shit on philosophy, I'll talk to anybody. Um, and actually, no, I was just going to say to the what point I was making is some of my favorite conversations haven't even been with, you know, the top people in these fields. I mean, I okay, so I'll admit, like Randall Carlson, Super, super nice guy. I mean, super nice guy, super knowledgeable, does tons and tons and tons of research, very generous with his time. So, um, you know, him, same thing with um, Rick Strassman and Laird Scranton and um, Andrew Gallimore. I mean, all these people are like super at the top of their game, but they're also very nice, generous with their time. And if you're interested in these topics, they want to help you out too. So Mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted to say that like, you know, aside from those people, we've had other people on that not many people have heard about that have been some of my favorite conversations. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's the whole point of doing the show, though. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you never know who will surprise you, and it's always a, it's always a nice lesson to learn something from someone. I I I, I don't know half the guests until the day of the show, so I'm almost like the everyday man, just sitting back and taking. He doesn't it all even in. know their names after he's talked to them four <laughs> times. Well, yeah. Well, you're talking about synchronicities. It just helps me out for the fact that I'm just getting into cameras, you know, videography, things like that, and I just actually got my lens today. So I have nice. uh, Maurice I can ask questions to and stuff like some of it confuses me, you know, I'm like fairly new to it. But being in your documentary is it was always cool to me. I don't think you realize how absolutely much it means to me now, though, because of that and the synchronicities of who I'm in it with 
and stuff like that. You can. I, I can't. Yeah, this guy's that. hobnobbing with the big boys now. You can. You can put. You can talk about that right now if you want. We're gonna get another idiot good? in here right now. Here we go. Sure, what kind of lens did you get? Okay, so I'm telling you, as far as I'm concerned, the synchronicities go. I can't explain the fact that I'm in a documentary. Oh. With because I met Mike through my experience. What's up, the Topster? Toe baby. Right. And no. so while in this, uh, Maurice, you remember this chat when I sent you, a, I guess you a, a video of one of my orbs and you said, oh, Dr. Greg would love you because he talks about those. And then Mike says, yeah, he's talks about those plasma balls in Yakima. And I totally, said, Yakima, totally. that's, where, that's where I'm at. And so I put that book in there, not even knowing that's the same guy. What's the yeah, odds I end up? In, that's why we're putting you I end right up after in this him, documentary later on after he's talking about my very experience and I'm posting, right? Didn't know anything about it. I just discovered his book a little bit ago because of UAP Med. So, how, I mean, none of us put this together till just recently. I've been in it for a minute, but he's been in it for a while. And I only met you because of my experiences, Mike. How wild is that? Yeah. Book and all. No, that is weird. It's weird so, that. That means you have to watch this, everybody. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> My alien uh, overlords are telling me now you have to. Yeah, I mean, can I can I hop yeah, in real quick? Go ahead. Absolutely. I got an announcement, Mike Maurice. You haven't heard this yet. No. Um, there's going to be an encore showing of the documentary at my event in July. So <clears throat> I just wanted to go ahead and announce that now. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Toby's hosting a film festival in July at Roswell. It's called the Roswell Incident. And uh, when what date is that, Toby? Um, we're currently working with the movie theater and we're actually bringing on another organization. So I don't have the details yet, but I'll, I'll post them all over once I do. But Okay. And yeah, if you're a filmmaker, um, you know, reach out, I'll pass the message along to Toby. I know he's looking for people, filmmakers and, um, stuff to, uh, bring in for that. So yeah, that should be a fun event as well. And I appreciate you adding us on to that. Um, so yeah, the, we're going to premiere the documentary initially at the Roswell UFO Expo between the 10th and the 12th. Um, tickets are available now. Um, and once that premieres there, what we will do is we will put a director's cut, which will be a lot longer, on our Patreon for $5. And then we will have... I don't know what we're doing yet, to be honest with you. We, I don't know if we're trying to get in on a streaming platform or what we're doing. I'm going to be honest. So we're just making this thing first, and then we're going to figure out from there. So, um, But, yeah, so like I said, we're, we've got everybody's cut in there now. It's at four hours running time. <laughs> <laughs> um and it's 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 long it's better to have too much but though, it happens. We, you know we can cut out stuff and um, totally totally but yeah i mean it's looking great so far chris wolford's portion looks excellent um shout out to lee adams his portion's looking amazing shane's yours looks really good toby's i haven't seen your redo but i mean yours was really good to begin with we were gonna keep most of it so Lots of interesting stories. Yeah. I mean, I get lo I get lost in it just watching, and uh, it's hard for me to to figure out what needs to come out and what needs to stay in. And I I want to keep it all, but again, you know, we're at four hours right now. We're gonna have to cut t two hours off this bad boy. But uh, I'm glad that I get to sit with the material and uh, take it all in and really listen to some of these uh, these stories. They're uh, they're intriguing, and then to get the the people's perspective is awesome too. You know, so. 
it's 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 coming together it's uh it's it's an exciting thing yeah i mean can i bring up something else yeah go ahead i was gonna say it's important you guys do that though i don't think you realize i know from maybe you do but to experiencers to disclosure to people with questions i'm telling you just for the fact that i get to do it i'm honored but it's helped do you realize i wouldn't have half the idea where i'm at if i wouldn't be in your documentary so imagine what that's going to do for someone who's going to watch, right? So I found a lot of my answers, you know what I mean? Just my way into, so I can't, and that was a winding road. So just imagine when you have a group of them talking and like Pasolka talks about that book moment, you have a shitload of book moments right there. People like what I see was real because you have such a variation of it. So good on all of you, man. It gives me chills. It's, it's, when I saw your the trailer, I was just like, oh, so psyched. So, yeah, yeah no, it's better. That, it's deep. That's all Maurice with that. Tidbits. I mean, I, my, my job was to get all the people, ask all the questions, gather all the information, and put it together. And now his job is to put all those pieces together and build this puzzle. I mean, that's pretty much, you know where we're at i would it. say the uh the trailer we released at a history channel sponsored event in argentina uh from everything i've heard it got a standing ovation so i think people are really really looking forward to this yeah that would, Man, be awesome. that would have been awesome to, to see the clip of that clip of those bravo bravo they're clapping <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm waiting on the video i should actually hopefully have something for you guys you can Share awesome mind, but, man uh, thanks I mean, maurice yeah, I mean, is in the yeah, crowd maurice is in a yeah. crowd he's got the cigarette holder with a bandana around his <laughs> neck and some sunglasses on yeah. i can't uh, think of the name off the top of my head but uh the psychologist or psychiatrist over oh, there yeah, I remember gave, yeah he gave a talk on dmt and psychedelics and alien and ufo experiences right before the trailer made its world premiere so yeah the timing a, was just perfect couldn't have been better I mean, we've talked a lot about... of this stuff is all coming together. Yeah. Like again, you just you let the universe kind of pave the way, and it it'll provide what you need in life if you just kind of surrender to it. So, absolutely. Um, That's what I've done. I'm just riding the wave now, the alien yeah. wave. I mean, uh, so yeah. earlier I listened to like <laughs> a, a p- couple portions of our first episodes. I'm like, oh my god, I hate myself. Um, but. <laughs> You know, I think that's part of the journey. You know, there's probably people, because doing a podcast is weird. There might be people that start with episode one and be like, fuck these guys. You know, like, this shit's stupid. Um, But I feel like if you're either listening to the newer ones or, like, our top guest playlist or top episode playlist or something like that, um, it's a good place to start. Because I feel like, like I said, I mentioned earlier, the first 50 episodes were just kind of like sphere of influence, friends, family, you know, stories from past and just, you know, shooting the shit on these weird topics with people we know. Um, and then it evolves into authors and researchers. And then we start taking it more seriously. I start to really put the time in researching and reading. I've probably read, I don't even know how many, if I showed you the stack of books to my side, there's probably 60 books right here alone. And I've probably read at least a few hundred since we started doing this podcast. So, um yeah a lot of time a lot of research a lot of cross-referencing um the thing i'm actually most proud of aside from some of our interviews with other people 
are the slideshow presentation episodes we put together. The Codex Gigas episode, super proud of that one. The Easter Island series, the Ancient Greece series. Um, our Mysteries and Metaphysics series is probably one of my most favorite. Um, what else do we have in there, Maurice? Um, <laughs> our so What Was Soma, I, I have part three coming on that, the What Was Soma. Um, so yeah, I mean, I put a lot of time into not just obviously the guests and reading and researching, but I do my own research and putting things together on these topics and stuff like that too. And, you know, if you go back and, you know, some of our playlists, like I said, there's an Easter Island one, ancient Egypt, mysteries and metaphysics, which covers all the topics we discuss. Um, there's tons of slideshow episodes in there. If you, if you know, uh, where to look, if you're on YouTube, but, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, you mentioned Chris Emerson. So, again, shout out to Chris Emerson, Danny Emerson, Sarah Emerson, Rick Emerson, you know, all the people that love Steiner and Fish and music. Shout out to those people. Mac, who, um, yeah, Shane's favorite. Uh, what's your favorite song? Mound. Oh, yeah, Mound. That's right. Beautiful. Um, Love it. Play that one for Dr. Little. <laughs> um, hey, wait, real quick, free going? Yeah. The memory I got from that song, the reason it's my favorite, uh, I was at I, I was an outdoor rave right outside of Chicago, and Wild Night. Let's just say and that song burned in my head forever. Ended up with me uh, with uh, solo cups cut up and taped to my body like a knight's suit of armor, and I had <laughs> straws like a sword, and I was fighting something. I don't know what I was fighting. My friends had to pull me somewhere, but I was coated in solo yeah, it's cups. McGrupp. And his watchful, yeah, awesome. uh, yeah. That was why. Um, <laughs> right outside of there. So, yeah. That... Well, actually, hopefully I'll be visiting you soon, actually, though, because since you're in Chicago, my, my family home's Illinois, only an hour and a half away, and I need to visit home anyway, so. Okay, yeah, let me know. We'll, we'll set it up. Um, shout out to Mac, uh, who is a buddy from back home. And he produces a lot of the music in the Detroit area and Gross Point area for all the our friends' bands and stuff. He was a guest where we talked about like paranormal type stuff. Shout out to John Hogan, who is my godfather and kind of part of the catalyst for me doing all this stuff and kind of talked me through my spiritual awakening five years ago when we started doing the podcast. Um, you know, the, I, I want to mention this too. This is important. When we started the podcast, I was going through a spiritual awakening. Um, and I, I feel like at that point before that I wasn't religious. I didn't have anything going on. Um, and you can go back and listen to the whole thing from past episodes, but, um, because of my mom going through a cancer diagnosis and having to process that myself and question life, I started reading and doing all this research and doing all the stuff that we're into now. Um, which led me to a spiritual awakening. Um, and then from there, um, kind of led me on this path of philosophy and knowledge and, you know, some of the crazier things that uh, we were talking about in the first, however many episodes evolved. But I just wanted to point that out there because now I feel like I have a far more balanced approach. I would still consider myself spiritual, but not so spiritual that my, uh, soul's fallen out of my body, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're using is a soul. Ooh. Um, so yeah, shout out, grams. shout out to J bone. Um, shout out to Andrew Tischler. We haven't talked to him in a while. Maybe we can get him. He's a sick glass blower. Um, 
on Instagram if you're looking for like pipes and pendants and stuff like that. But we, we always had him on to talk about philosophy and uh, Rudolf Steiner. So shout out to Andrew Tischler if you're out there. Shout out to our buddy Ryan Hay. We grew up with him. He was in our bands growing up. Um, he came on and talked about his near-death experience when he got hit by in a really severe car accident, which was an interesting conversation. Shout out to Lee Adams. Uh, special thanks to Lee. He's been a guest many times. He's in our documentary. He's a good friend. Um, helped me create Indra's Web. And I've done a lot of other stuff with him. So shout out to Lee. We'll have him back on soon. Shout out to Aaron Voot, who I mentioned earlier. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be in the documentary. Uh, shout out to Dick Khan. I actually back channeling some sort of conversations right now to maybe see if we can get a clip of him in the documentary. Uh, shout out Dick uh, if you're out there. Um, Matt D- Matt Dietrich. Um, shout out to our buddy Matt. I grew up with Matt. Uh, he was on to talk about addiction. Uh, he was addicted to alcohol and pills and like super super addicted. Um, and we talked about you know that, which is a very very difficult subject. So shout out to Matt. Uh, Bernie Taylor with all of his cave painting um, research stuff. Shout out to Jack Napier, who's in the documentary. If you don't know who Jack is, he runs the Trip Whip channel on uh, YouTube. So if you if you like trip reports, the only stuff. guy that sent me a log footage, <laughs> yeah, shot Shout log. Out to, you know yeah, what yeah. that's all about, Shane? You know what log footage is? I have zero clue. It's it's footage. <laughs> it's footage of him taking a dump. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you mentioned the you know the addiction, right? I I actually wanted to ask you. I think it'd be more appropriate on your podcast. Uh, Harvard School of Medicine has the they have the guy that's a head over the addiction medicine. I think he'd be cool to have on and talk to because his book opened my eyes to some stuff. Yeah, let's let's do. Let's have you're the producer, bro. Send the email or right. cap, give I'll me his it. information or whatever. Oh, I'll send the email. I'll do it. Okay. I just want to see. Yeah, I just think it'd be more appropriate on here because. Yeah, after you mentioned that, because obviously it's important to both of us. And it's, it's an interesting had, topic, man. I mean, look, you've had your yeah. experiences. Nobody knows it better than you, but you're able to still do things that other people, like I know people that can never do anything again. Yeah. Like, and I know other people that can like smoke cannabis or drink a beer here and there, you know, like, so it's, it's a, it's a fascinating topic from that standpoint. And I would love to have and that conversation. It, it does, because again, that, it it delves into the fact that it's not so much necessarily for everyone uh an addiction per se more, more it is mental illness addiction is the fact of for me it was a dual diagnosis once i treated the mental illness and realized what it was that was i was trying to hide with that crap it made it a lot easier don't get me wrong addiction's addiction just made it a lot easier to be your normal self and be like wait what am i doing and so that book was one of those important things and this is controversial so i don't, I'm going to say it though. In the book, it gives you one of the things Whoa. that saved me is you've been, I don't you've do been it. fired. I don't, yeah, I don't do an A and I don't do that. And people freak out. But in the book, it talks about when they did, there's been no addiction medicine. Addiction medicine is at where medicine was at in the 1900s because NA came along and said, we got this, and no one challenged them. Well, I know that so, the psychedelic stuff too. They're, they've had yeah. like I know. Well, I'm not, and please don't let, understand. Support, support. I get all that roles, right? right. But doctors are just getting into this, and so they did a study, and in the study it says that you had a 25 percent better chance of staying clean 
by not going to those and just going back to your normal life. Hmm. Because, and here's why. You always got a foot in the grave there. Not intentionally, but you're being led by people who are also broken, hurt. You're also got people in there who aren't ready and who are there actively. So anytime you're ready to fall, it's there at a moment's notice. But if you go back to your normal life and it's hard, I know these things and it's a lot easier if you have support, like I had my wife or something like that. You, you start to lose that, right? Those connections, it makes it a lot easier. I mean, these books are amazing. And the way I found my way out is just by things like that. And I'm not saying all people don't. It, it's, a, it's a thing, it's a personal journey, but it's important people know that there's other options because so many people struggle and they give up because NAA don't do it for them. And that was with me, right? And it, it, yeah, no, I that, mean, look, so. that's what I was going to mention. That's why they're, they're trying, you know, obviously they have psychedelic therapy stuff, but even that's they've tried they've tried to isolate so like there's you know um uh iboga is supposed to be like super beneficial to people with addiction issues however what they've tried to do is isolate a compound from a iboga called and they've called it tabernathalog where you're having that effect or you're trying you're supposedly getting that effect of you not wanting to do stuff but there's no psychedelic component to it so they're even trying stuff to derive compounds from psychedelics that aren't even psychedelic to induce that not wanting to do it so I, there's a whole like i said i would love to talk to this person you're talking to because i think that there's so many um yeah avenues. i think it'd be cool yeah did you see that uh, oregon just legalized mushrooms yeah that's crazy i think detroit's doing something in that same well i know ann arbor's pretty safe with that stuff like yeah they've always been ahead of, the, of their time yeah it started with hash bash and now it's i think it's, that it's toby orange yeah, I think that uh, who we were just dis discussing and Toby Ord because he wrote the book on the precipice and he talks about these different scenarios where humans can be wiped out would be cool on your podcast. Yeah, he's from Oxford. He's an Oxford professor. Of yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, dude, dude think I'll, I'll send out who, emails. Think about who you, yeah, the sky is the limit. You know? Yeah, think about who you want to have on the show and then literally just mention it to me and I'm probably fine with it. So, um, yeah. We'll figure all that out, but yeah, I'm I'm down to talk with whoever, man, and I'm willing to. So, um, but yeah, shout out to Jack Napier, uh, also known as Trip Whip on YouTube. Great um, trip reports. You might have even seen if you look up DMT trip reports and DMT entities. His video was one of the most popular ones for a long time on there. So, um, shout out to Laird Scranton, who is in the documentary. Special thanks to him. He's probably been on five maybe six times and we've done tons of stuff with him and he's in the documentary as well uh shout out to the dreaming jaguars justin and paul uh both in the documentary as well we've had them on a couple times uh, a couple real interesting guys yeah they have uh, their own channel dreaming jaguars on youtube everybody check it out they do some cool stuff on there real big fan of those dudes absolutely um Let's see here. Uh, shout out to Brian Keating. We had him on a long time ago, right when he released his oh. book, Losing the Nobel Prize. Yeah. Um, He'd be an interesting one to get. Yeah, because I remember when, when, he, when he was on initially. He's got a good podcast, too. When he was on initially, I asked him, this was before the UFO UAP thing was even really kicking on Twitter. Um, I asked him about it, and he was like, eh, he didn't really. So I would like to have him back on and be like, what do you think now, bro? I know he talks about it all the time. Um, let's see here. 
And I'm not tooting my own horn, but we were talking about all this shit before a lot of these people. <laughs> okay, yeah, we just didn't jump on the woo-woo train. That's, um, that's the yeah. difference. Oh, oh, Mike West isn't on the woo-woo train yet at all. Yeah. No, I'm not. Um, He's going to get him on there. I'll get, get him on there. Dude, I'm on there, bro. You just, I'm, I'm on there on a I very calculated level that you'll never apparently. I promise you, you're gonna get understand. the Okay, well, we'll see. And then if I do, I'll admit I'm wrong. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. <laughs> um, I, I don't see that happening either. <laughs> Anthony Maturo, uh, who uh, he's actually, if you don't, if you follow him on tw- uh, Twitter, you might not even know it. It's his page is the Daily Shroom. We had him on. Uh, he wrote a book. Uh, nice guy. Um, let's see here. Dr. Penny Sertori. I know Maurice really liked her interview. It was a yeah. near-death experience. She's a near-death experiencer, researcher, and author. Um, you know, she spent a lot of time in these elderly care uh, facilities and this, like, end-of-life ward type stuff and saw a lot of these older people, these archetypal experiences that they go through towards the end and stuff. So it was very interesting with that. Uh, Dr. Martin Sweatman, who actually was featured in that Graham Hancock documentary when they were talking about Gobekli Tepe, he wrote this book called Prehistory Decoded. We had him on for a couple parts, um, I think a few years ago. Um, but yeah, he's really into the whole, um, alternative timeline stuff. And, um, he's got a paper that he published, I think too, on the topic, um, he's got a YouTube channel. You can go check out his stuff on YouTube as well. Uh, Cindy Massey, um, shout out to Cindy, wherever you are. She wrote a book on near death experiences too. Really nice lady. Um, uh, a lot of out of body experience type stuff. Uh, shout out to Matt Tiller. Um, I don't know where you are, Matt. Shout out one of the early UFO Twitter people who kind of, uh, disappeared a little. Um, but yeah, we had Matt Tiller on a lot. He used to have a channel, I don't know if he still does, on YouTube called Tiller for Real, for Realer, uh, where he talked about UFO, UAP stuff with different people. Mm. Um, shout out to Dr. Andrew Gallimore. Special thank you to him. We're going to be having him on again soon to talk about his new book, Reality Switch Technologies. Um, if you're interested, I've been in a reading group um, that was organized by Leah Prime on Twitter. Uh, for his book, Alien Information Theory. So if you're interested, reach out to Leah. She's doing another psychedelic book, I think, next, too. I forget the name of it. But if you're interested, follow Leah Prime on Twitter. Can I intervene? Uh, What's up? Can I intervene real quick? Yeah. Shout out to Mike and Maurice. Boom. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Let's get a round of applause. I I would dab for you, but Chase says I'm not allowed to do that. You can hear it coming in thunders. Yeah, the dab um, we all want to do is not allowed on here. So um, I'm gonna have to run, guys. But congratulations on a fantastic show. Five years in, you, and Toby. I'm looking forward to the next. Thank you for popping in, 15, Toby. Twenty years, Thanks, brother. Thanks, bro. You, you guys Toby. are brave bringing Shane on, by the way. Yeah, because guess <laughs> well, no, what? A lot of this wouldn't be happening uh, without Toby. So yeah, um, no, yep. for real. If you, you want more Toby, Toby, if you want a little bit more Toby in your life and not the one from the office, uh, go check out the Roswell UFO Symposium. I have the link down below. And also, thank you so much, Toby, for getting us into the Argentinian Film Festival premiere and also getting us connected with the uh, UFO Expo. And we look forward to seeing you in the documentary. 
Hey, I look forward to seeing you guys in March. We're going to have a good time. So Awesome. Yes, yeah, anybody that's interested, I was just told today that tickets are staying at 99 bucks. So Sounds nice. like a great deal good for a, a weekend day, of fun and debauchery. Buy your tickets. It's going to be amazing. But Shane will be there. He's like... <laughs> Shane's going to leave no, no. tomorrow. We've got a booth. Punch Shane Jack, in the face. Seriously, congratulations. That was amazing. Instead of one of those kissing ones, it's one where the people just blast them in the face. Toby, look what you started, man. <laughs> Perfect time to leave. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we appreciate you popping in and uh, yep. everything I'll be that you're doing. on YouTube. Have a great show. Thanks. Thanks, brother. Peace. Yep. Peace. Um, so where were we? Um, oh yeah. And Toby, great guy. Great guy. There you go. I need to say, wait, I need to shout out Chase as well. Shout I will. I was going to get to all those people. Yeah, yeah sure you ahead. were, Mike. Go ahead. No, I just want to shout. I, I specifically, just because yeah, right before you, that's who was doing spaces with me. That's how I met you, man. And I wouldn't That's have true. my podcast together, all this stuff. Like I said, I had the synchronicities. I had the equipment. I was waiting for you and Toby, apparently. So, well, yeah, shout out to Chase. You can follow him at Chase Howard 90. Is it Chase UAP Howard Med. 97? Yeah. And UAP Med. Um, shout out to the Vortex, which is Daniel oh, Allen yeah. Jones, his channel. Uh, and yeah, just I got a message for Chase, and it's like, Dude, you're awesome, but you'll never be as good at me at Call of Duty. So I just wanted to point that yeah. out. And you know, I it. couldn't even pull my gun out on freaking yeah. Fortnite, dude. I was yeah. like, wait, Chase, where's the gun? No, Chase is actually not bad at Call of Duty. I was actually kind of surprised. But that being said, is it more surprising that I'm older than him and that good at it, or that he's younger and not as good at than me? As I don't know. So it's a weird dichotomy. But um, so yeah. Shout out to Chase. Um, where were we? Okay, yeah, Dr. Andrew Gallimore. He will be in the documentary. Um, shout out to him. Uh, shout out to Brian Scott. Uh, Brian runs a meditation, a guided meditation, and interview channel on um, uh, YouTube called Reality Revolution. So you can check out Brian's stuff if you like uh, guided meditation tracks and stuff like that. Um, shout out to Tom Lane. We did a four or five part series on sacred mushroom rituals, Maria Sabina, Mesoamerican metaphysics, all that kind of stuff, Quetzalcoatl. So you can check out, there's a playlist for that with Tom Lane if you're interested. Um, let's see here. We had Dr. Eben Alexander and Karen Newell on. Uh, Dr. Eben Alexander uh, wrote this book called Proof of Heaven. He was a neurosurgeon that had his own near-death experience. It's kind of a really, really interesting story. If you haven't checked it out, go check that out if you're into near-death experiences. Uh, shout out to Chris Cottrell, um, who's known as Dabbler's Den on YouTube. Uh, he's all, he's with that crew, you know, Snake Brothers and um, all that, uh, you know, the ancient mystery type stuff and, you know, the earth and, um, younger Dryas impact hypothesis. And we did an episode with him on the Carolina bays, which was really interesting. Um, yeah. So go check all that stuff out. And we talked, we, the second one we had, I think we had on, we talked with like about like super volcanoes and, um, earth seismic activity, stuff like that. Um, 
shout out to Jude Curavan. Uh, we had her on. The audio was kind of not great. I actually would like to have her back on. She's an interesting lady. She has uh, a PhD in physics and archaeology. So, um, kind of interesting. Yeah, she was awesome. Um, let's see here. Shout out to Soraya Azkath, who is the host of Where Did the Road Go podcast. We've had him on a few times. I've been on his podcast. Um, he's in the documentary. Uh, and just all around good dude, an honest dude. And he, I like his, you know, skepticism cause it's not dogmatic either way. So shout out to Soraya, uh, Seth Kostek. Um, he, that's the one Maurice, you had to dip out cause it wasn't letting us do it. I mean, he had those ideas on physics, um, quantum physics and like non-duality and stuff like that. Very interesting guy. Very interesting ideas. Um, Let's see here. Shout out to James Lady or Jay Lady, uh, our Squatch searching. The only the only person we've had on the podcast where we've devoted the whole episode to Squatch, and that's with our buddy James Lady, who goes out in the woods, <laughs> records vocal patterns, takes pictures. Yeah, he's not messing around, that's for sure. He's not messing around. He's got stick huts, pictures of stick huts. I mean, they look like people putting these things together to me, but who am I to, to say? to be great no again you know we shouldn't poo poo on anything he definitely uh, has we weird can... vocalization patterns are they animals are they bears are they you know i don't know i live in washington state so he's real all right i don't bro. know what you're trying to tell calm me calm down I, calm down he's my he lives like three doors down i think bigfoot dude yeah and he lives on uh beef jerky we know we <laughs> yeah. know about this guy hey in my state a ufo abducted an elk in front of 15 hunters so Bigfoot's real. All this is real. Mike will be there eventually. You're going to yeah. probably end up getting abducted, and you'll be like, all right, I should have listened. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens, my man. <laughs> Maurice, don't, don't doubt him. You don't want to doubt him. I don't doubt uh, anything. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Sasquatch is going to go home with my hitchhiker. That's what I'm going to do. Come at me, bro. Right. Come he's at me. Gonna I'm going to send you, rip your own I'm gonna send you home with, with, the, with a hitchhiker. I'll give you oh, a parasite, bro. Come on. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Um, all right. As long see. as you have jerky, you'll be all right. That's all I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Messing with Squatch. Um, Ian J. Dead, who is in the documentary, we've had him on a couple times. Really nice, smart dude. Go check out, uh, I think his name's Iboga Moon on Instagram. He's a really good artist. I like his paintings and stuff. They're very psychedelic. Lucid and Dream, dude. He's into good. Lucid Dreaming as well, yes. Um, yeah, go check all that out. Uh, shout out to Joe, Joe Moore, who's one of the hosts of Psychedelics Today. Um, we've had him on a few times. And shout out to his co-host, Kyle Buller, who we've had on a couple times as well. A uh, couple real nice guys doing some interesting stuff in the psychedelic community and space, trying to help people. Shout out to the Brothers of the Serpent, uh, Kyle and Russ, who we kind of started roughly around the same time and had similar you know, crossover topics and um super nice guys great show great podcast um um yeah they got a great band called i think it's 50 dollar dynasty or something along those lines you can check that out um yeah really good stuff um shout out to dr gregory little special thanks to him he's been on a ton of times we've done episodes on edgar casey we've done episodes on bimini we've done episodes on uh um 
UFOs. We've done episodes on Native American mounds. We've done episodes, you name it. We did a slideshow episode with them on like all of the Native American mounds or most of the big ones in the U.S. Um, have you been to Cahokia? I have not been there. I would like to go there. That might be... I'd, maybe I'd join you then. And then when you go, I've been there. I'd love well, I was going to say that might be... Um, if you go there, actually... Actually, I live... 40 minutes, 30 minutes from there. Okay, so if you go there, you should take a lot of stock footage. We'll talk off air. But, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, shout out to Dr. Greg. Uh, shout out to P.D. Newman, who we're going to have a, back on the show again somewhat soon. Um, he wrote the book Alchemically Stoned, uh, which connects um, the Philosopher's Stone with DMT. It actually makes a really, really fucking compelling case, too. Uh, and his follow-up book is called Angels and Vermilion, about like John D and... Um, the Masons and psychedelics and the acacia symbolism, all sorts of shit. That it's it's really amazing, actually. If you haven't checked out P.D. Newman stuff, I highly recommend doing it. Um, and we're gonna he was gonna be in the documentary. We couldn't figure out how to get his video or audio stuff, so he's gonna help in a different way. So we'll figure that out. Um, shout out to Dr. Michael Masters, who's in the documentary and a, just a really awesome dude in general. Yeah. Shane met him in person at UFO cool Congress this year. Nice guy, smart as hell. Yeah. And him and I are, you know, we message each other. He's into like jam bands and music and stuff like that too. So he's a really cool dude and he knows yeah, he a ton. So yeah, he does. Um, shout out, shout out. I see Leah's in here again. Check out Leah at Leah prime on Twitter. If you want to get into one of those book clubs I was mentioning. Uh, Leah's in the documentary as well. Um, let's see here. Um, Chris Wolford, special thank you to Chris Wolford. Uh, Chris was one of the executive producers and one of the original. It was just me, Maurice, and Chris Wolford in the beginning trying to figure this mm-hmm. thing out. So special shout-out to Chris. He was kind of one of the main catalysts for doing the documentary. Um, we've had him on the podcast a couple times and he's just a really nice guy. And I know, you know, people go back and forth online and Twitter and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, he's been nothing but kind to me and he's a straight shooter. You know, I think that some people just don't like that aspect of people when they tell it like it is sometimes. And, um, but yeah, Chris is a really, really nice guy. And obviously we bonded over Detroit sports and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, but yeah, he's he's gonna be. Um, I, I really like what his portion of the documentary so far. Uh, Doctor Rick Strassman, special thank you to him. He's in the documentary. He's also been on the show a few times. Uh, really, really nice guy. We email back and forth, uh, you know, and just a really yeah, just generous with his time and his knowledge. And um, he's he's one of those people where it's like he's still learning. And I love that. I love watching somebody in his position be like, oh, I didn't know about that. I have to go look up that study or I'll look into that or, you know, that kind of a thing. And him and Maurice on, I think it was part two with him, were really um, bonding over film and um, filmmaking and uh, um, reviewing films and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Susanna Weiss. We had her on to discuss psychedelics. Shout out to her. Um, Peter Shersted, we've had him on a couple times. Peter's a really, really, uh, awesome thinker when it comes to philosophy and psychedelics. And, um, you know, he does stuff, I think it is at Exeter University, I believe. Um, and he holds these psychedelic conferences and different, and, uh, philosophy and psychedelic conferences and stuff like that. Um, 
let's see here. Shout out to Sean Cahill. We had Sean on a couple times earlier in the podcast, um, you know, probably a few years ago. And uh, hope you're doing well. Let's see here. Um, Mike Brancatelli. Um, Mike is the host of Mike Adelic. I just really like that name when I, I was like, oh, there's another podcast. And this, this dude's name is Mike, and it's his podcast called Mike Adelic. We got to connect. And, uh, yeah, yeah he's a really fun dude. You know, we just kind of talked about all the stuff we normally talk about. So uh, shout out to Donald Carroll, who wrote the book. Um, uh, it's a Cubit of Light, I believe, is the name of it. And uh, that's all about Cubit, ancient cubits and the Vitruvian Man and measurements and uh, sacred serpent energy. It's it's actually a really fascinating book, um, so I recommend that. I think he's part of Edgar Casey ARE as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Arthur Koopmans. I don't. I haven't heard from him in a while. He used to run this page about North myth- mythology and stuff like that. Shout out to Arthur if you're out there. Shout out to David Matheson, uh, author. Same thing. Uh, comparative cosmology type stuff and uh, comparative mythology. Um, you know, we did a couple slideshow episodes with them uh, on those topics, and it was interesting stuff. Uh, shout out to Martin Ferretti, who's in the documentary. Martin's a friend of the show. He's been kind of MIA lately, but shout out if you're out there, Martin. Appreciate it. Um, shout out to Justin Otto, who is – oh, I forgot. Martin is the host of uh, The Alchemical Mind, so if you check that podcast out if you haven't already. Justin Otto. Uh, Justin's the um, – host of uh um what's it called the dharma something i'm drawing the blank here i don't know can you look that up maurice yeah um because i want to make sure i get it right dharma junkie that's what it is dharma junkie um and let's see here Anthony Tyler, shout out to Anthony. He uh, has a podcast called Black Hoodie Alchemy. Um, I might be on that soon. Also, he's in the documentary, and we've had him on a bunch of times as well. Shout out to Anthony. Um, he wrote the also Anthony wrote the book The Dive Manual, and then his follow ups called Hunt Manual. Shout out to Alex from DMT World. If you're out there, Alex. Um, Alex is a good guy. He was he was running the DMT World podcast. Check that out. Shout out to Ethan Indigo Smith. We've had him on a few times. He's a Tai Chi um, teacher as well as into like metaphysics and stuff like that. Really interesting guy yeah, and an author good. as well. Um, shout out to Matthew Palomari, who we just had back on recently. Uh, Matthew's a super, super nice guy and a super interesting guy too. And he's had tons of crazy experiences with all the top psychedelic people over the last 30 years or so probably even more shout out to adam bramlage adam um is actually a friend friend of friends from back home where we're from in michigan uh and he's a micro dosing expert i think with what is it the san francisco psychedelic society or something like that maurice yeah um but anyways, yeah, Adam Bramlage, we did an episode with him on microdosing, super interesting stuff. He's a big proponent of, um, uh, what's that guy's name? Um, I'm drawing a blank. The microdosing guy from Harvard. Hey, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. When, when am I getting young Maurice here? 
I mean, it's, it's not, I can't spell. That's the problem. Uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we've had so many interesting people on. It's really, um, oh, James Fadiman. That's who I'm thinking of, the microdosing guy. James Fadiman. Um, yeah. Oh, a special shout out to, I mentioned him earlier, Randall Carlson. Super, super nice guy. Uh, really interesting guy, and uh, he is who you think he is. He's not like a different person when he jumps on the podcast or whatever, just a super interesting, well-read, well-researched guy who's generous with his time. Um, Absolutely. One of our favorite guests. Shout-out to The Zignal, a.k.a. Dan Zetterstrom, uh, who is in the documentary, and we've had him on a few times. Shout-out to Dan. Um, Let's see here. Ben Holt. Uh, shout out to Ben. Ben um, does like breathing retreats, breathing exercise retreats and plant medicine retreats and stuff like that. That was a really interesting. Actually, that Patreon segment I did where he made me do like a alkaline breathing yeah. exercise. Dude, I was like tripping from like these like 40 deep breaths in and out. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I would like to get into breathing at some point, you know, like that, like through technique and stuff like that. Cause I feel like there is something to that. I just haven't had. Well, yeah. Time. I mean, if you're creating DMT in the lungs and you're yeah. moving yeah, it around, know, I don't know what was happening. going on, but you saw me. I was, I was tripping out. I saw, I saw Uh special. Thank you to Sandy who has been a, she's a top escapee. That's her title. Um, and if all of you are listening, you're all escapees, but she's the top one. Um, She's been a, a guest. She's been, you know, a co-host when we did that episode on the reviewing the Graham and Hancock thing. And Sandy's just a really awesome person and somebody um, I've, you know, become friends with over the last few years. And she's just an awesome person. So shout out to Sandy. Uh, hope you had a great holiday. Shout out to Home Mycology. Um, Home Mycology, I don't know this real person, but this is somebody that's been supporting us from the beginning. And uh, I support their endeavors to help get the information about getting mycology out there. Um, so shout out to Home Mycology. Um, let's see here. Shout out to Dr. Robert Davis, who's in the documentary. He's also been on the show. Um, special thank you to Daniel Allen Jones. Um, we've had him on co-hosting a couple times recently. Uh, we did a great episode on each of our top five ancient mysteries. I thought that was an excellent episode. Daniel runs the Vortex channel on uh, YouTube, and he's on uh, Twitter as well. And a very special thank you to Shane Frakes, who's this weirdo over here at the end, and um, he's in the documentary as well. He's also the co-host of the Roswell UFO Symposium. The link is down below. Huge supporter of, you know, military... Um, service and wounded warrior and that's what helped him and in, in getting the message out there and UAP med and all that kind of stuff so check all that wonderful stuff out um, special thanks and shout out to Toby who was in here I told him to his face so yeah f- fuck you Toby <laughs> it's um, very friendly well he said he wanted to fight he said he wanted yeah. screen to name too. He's been a huge supporter, always up in these rooms. We'll get, with we'll get the screen name. This is the list, bro. I'm I'm going through. Oh, this. you got a list? I got no, a list, bro. Yeah, yeah. I would never have a list. Um, shout out to Leah Prime. Leah, you can still jump in here. I see you messaging. You can still jump in here if you want. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, 
but yeah, shout out to Leah and, uh, she's in the documentary as well. And, uh, she's somebody that I've grown to really appreciate her opinions and, um, yeah, she's always got a good take on things and I like her philosophical views on stuff. So shout out to Leah. Um, let's see here. Matthew Roberts, who wrote the book, the initiate or initiated. He's been in a lot of our Twitter spaces. He's a really nice guy, really generous with his time as well. He's in the documentary. If you like the esoteric slash, um, you know, looking at these heroes journey in the mind and all that kind of stuff. He's, he's a great resource on that. Uh, uh, Sanjana Singh, who runs the podcast called the naked dialogue, She's been a guest on her show a few times. I've been on her podcast. She's a really, really interesting thinker. Uh, I love what she does. She's a really good follow on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, she's in the documentary as well. Um, shout out to Dr. Rick Barnett, who is a psychologist who specializes in psychedelic therapy. Uh, he is in the documentary as well, and he is just a really nice guy. Same thing, trying to help people, um, and he's had his own battles with you know addiction and, and substance abuse in the past so he's, he's got a firsthand knowledge of it uh shout out to christy myers who's in the documentary we did an excellent episode with her on ketamine in her ketamine clinic in california she's actually the first um, psychedelic clinic uh where you can use um uh, insurance which i thought that was kind of crazy and cool um so beautiful shout out to christy um let's see here Andrew Collins, I think um, a lot of people have heard of Andrew Collins. He's on Ancient Aliens. He's an author. Um, he was a really nice guy, and I, I feel feel like um, you know because of Ancient Aliens, people might perceive him a, a certain way. But he knows his ancient sites and knowledge very, very um, well. So I would go back and listen to that last episode we did with him. I thought it was a great episode. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to Dan Freeman. We had Dan on it at the time. That was the longest mind escape episode, um, which has now been, well, it was overtaken by Daniel episode and then over re overtaken by Randall Carlson, the most Randall Carlson episode. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Dan Freeman. Uh, you know, this dude, um, part of the military industrial complex. So he's got a little bit of insider knowledge. Um, and had his own weird experiences and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed that episode. And he's got a, you know, he knows his history as well. So that was a fun, fun back and forth with him. Uh, shout out to Bobby Azarian, who's the author of, uh, what was the name of his book? The Romance of Reality, I think was the name of it. I just want to make sure I get it right. Um, great book, by the way, if you're looking for like an objective take on how and why we are where we are uh yeah the romance of reality so shout out to bobby azarian we did two parts with him um he's been on rogan uh he's just a really smart dude uh shout out to daniel mcqueen who is the author of psychedelic cannabis and he also is the originator i think of the dmtx experiments um so shout out to daniel uh, shout out to Stephen Gray, who we've had on recently, who wrote the foreword to Psychedelic Cannabis and has his own book that just came out recently, uh, which we just talked about, which is How Psychedelics Can Help Save the World, which is a great episode. Shane was on that with me. Um, let's see here. Uh, shout out to Sam Wolf. We've had Sam on. Sam is a journalist covering a lot of different 
stuff like philosophy and psychedelics and stuff but he primarily i think focuses on psychedelics and he's always got a good take or at least a balanced take on what's going on with all that shout out to matthew clark uh who we had on as part two of our what was soma series his he's a proponent of the middle eastern uh ayahuasca analog uh as being what soma was as opposed to cannabis or opium or one of these other um possibilities and his book i oh his book's called botanical ecstasies which is um on it's it's relatively actually short uh read but it's really interesting um and he's written other past stuff on psychedelics and cannabis and stuff like that uh shout out to daniel shaken who runs tam integration um he's a great follow on instagram and uh yeah really cool dude appreciated talking with him i want to give a special thank you to laura aka megalith hunter uh, i've been following laura from the beginning literally since she had like no f- subscribers or followers and i've watched her build this thing and now she's becoming one of the top ancient you know news slash you know finds and things like that on, on youtube uh she lives on malta and she started you know, doing primarily her videos on, um, you know, the Maltese sites or the ancient, ancient Malta sites, but she's kind of branched out and gone to a lot of the different Mediterranean. I think she considers herself a Mediterraneanist. Um, but yeah, shout out to Laura. And we just did an episode, the last episode we did me, uh, or I did it with her and, uh, Sandy. And we gave a fair critique of the Graham Hancock series ancient apocalypse but yeah shout out to laura you're awesome i appreciate what you're doing keep doing it shout out to avi Loeb. we've had him on a couple times he's a man of his word um you know very in line with you know philosophy of science type stuff that we the way we think about things and a really nice guy really generous with his time and uh yeah i love a person that's not afraid to mix things up a little and, and think outside the box so yeah for sure and let's see here shout out to rob gentile and uh he is the gentleman who had two traditional near-death experiences and was like living without a heart i didn't even know this was possible but they put like a thing i don't know if it's a pacemaker but didn't it seem like some sort of contraption maurice um yeah that was a very interesting episode uh very intriguing and uh he had a couple of near-death experiences yeah, and that's actually, a, that's a highlight well, for me. Well, I like that one a lot. Well, the interesting thing was, so he received his heart from this girl who unfortunately committed suicide, um, and he found after the surgery he had like a craving for like Skittles or Starburst and like some other weird oh, stuff. Oh, actually, M and M's. M and M's, and he had never had cravings for these types of things before in his life. Uh, and he, he eventually met her family and found out like some of those weird things ended up being her favorite things. So, you know, what does that mean? Does that mean that there's some level of consciousness housed in our organs or is consciousness non-local and somehow, um, there's some sort of memory that gets, you know, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to think about that, but I thought that that was really interesting. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to Chris Bennett, who has, um, been on the show, what was Soma part one? He makes a very, very compelling case for at least Soma initially starting out as cannabis. Um, he wrote the book Libra 420 uh, and a bunch of other books as well on the topic. You can check those out. Um, I really, really appreciate his research. Um, you know, 
but uh yeah uh shout out to matthew johnson from johns hopkins he's part of their psychedelic research team i think with um uh the the other people doing that over there um that was a great episode we talked about a lot of stuff so you can check that out and you know we have playlists for different topics so if you just want to listen to the ufo stuff we have UFO playlists on YouTube. If you want to just listen to the psychedelic stuff, we have psychedelic playlists, philosophy, philosophy playlists, along for all the other categories of stuff that we talk about. So, um, shout out to Jay Douglas Kenyon, who's the author of what was it, Atlantis? That book on Atlantis. I can't find it right now. Something about archetypes. I'm drawing a blank. Do you remember, uh, if Maurice? You, if you don't know, then then who will? <laughs> uh, here, I'll find it. No, I just like to get it right, you know, maybe. Totally, I agree. I, I'm not. Um, here we go. Oh, yeah, Ghosts of Atlantis. Um, so, you know, that was an interesting episode. I disagree that Atlantis was a physical place, but I like the, the aspect of the allegory or the trauma that we've been dealt from said, you know, archetypal experiences or whatever. So that was an interesting episode. Uh, shout out to John Folak, who we did an episode with him on his psychedelic experiences and him being like a pilot and he has a podcast now and stuff like that. Um, he's an author as well. So shout out to him. Um, shout out to our families. Shout out to my wife, Amanda, my son, a oh, uh, big shout out. Yeah. Shout out to my son, um, Asher and you know, my parents, my mom and dad have always been supportive of my creative endeavors. And, uh, you know, maybe they don't watch it all the time. But my dad's like, oh, how's your podcast going? You know, oh, you had this. My dad loves the UFO stuff now. So um, I love talking about that kind of stuff with him as well as we, him and I saw you uh, an orb together a couple years ago on his birthday. So, but, uh, but yeah, my parents have always been super supportive of um, all my endeavors. Um, so yeah, shout out to my family and uh, yeah, let's real quick. Uh, shout out to our patrons. Uh, we have two new patrons, uh, Shambhala uh, and Justin. Thank you so much. We really appreciate, um, you know, your contributions. Shout out to all the people that were Patreon members that are no longer Patreon members. For whatever reason, we love you. I appreciate everything you did comp- contributing to the show. Shout out to Matt. Shout out to Zach. Shout out to Jonathan. Shout out to KC Volt. Shout out to uh, Carolee. Shout out to Bridge. Shout out to Abraham, shout out to Joseph, shout out to Ann, shout out to Sandy, and shout out to Lee. Um, and again, um, there's different ways to support the show. Yes, we have a Patreon for $2 a month. You'll get exclusive access to stuff. Uh, but we also have, you know, um, you can contribute stuff, I think, as much as you want on our Anchor page. If you listen on Anchor, um, I recently, like I said, I just activated ads. I know that might be a bummer for some, but again, um, you know, I was trying to find different ways to monetize the show. We've been doing it for five years. Um, gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I feel guilty about it because it's like, you know, I, I wish I could just do it for free because I just love doing it. But at the end of the day, you know, you gotta get your at least your time back out of it. So, 
Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody that's helped support the show and contribute in different ways. And we've been so lucky because not only um, have the people been all Shane's all you know, like meeting all these awesome people like Shane and Toby and all these creative people that have helped along the way. Um, but you know, all the people we've come across in general, I mean, I've met so many people online, cool people, supportive people, people that send me nice messages, people that send nice emails and comments and different things. So everybody's been super cool, super supportive. This documentary really was kind of like a group community effort. And, um, you know, we started when everything got shut down and we thought like, oh, now we can't make a documentary and for however long, but then we're like, we're just going to find a way to do it. And that's what we're doing where everybody kind of contributed from where they were, except for Chris, who Maurice went out to his location, the farm location, which was essential. Um, but aside from that, um, everything has been in house or friends or whatever. So, um, yeah, we're just looking to keep doing what we're doing and growing. And, um, look, we're not to 5,000 subscribers yet on YouTube. We've been doing it for five years. It would be nice if that got bumped up. So, um, share it around. You know? the word. Yes. Yeah, share the spread. If there's something really cool that we did that you like an episode, a you know, a trade or the trailer for a documentary or a clip, you know, we've done clips in the past, whatever it is, just share it around, spread the word, you know, um, or, you know, leave it running. <laughs> leave, the playlist run, every... leave the playlist running while you're sleeping. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care what it is, but just please help us out. No, I mean, um, every little bit matters. Even a like and a comment, anything you could do. We really appreciate everybody. Uh, yeah. And we hope, we're hoping everybody's having a good new year as well. So, yeah. And again, we didn't get in, you know, to this for the numbers or the glory or anything like that. Um, uh, so, yeah. It's just we are where we're at. I, I'm really actually pleased at where we're at. Um, look, there have been people with less quality product, whether it be podcast or content or whatever, that have definitely leapfrogged us. But we're going to keep our integrity. I'm not selling out. We're not saying crazy shit for listens or views. We're not going to tell people just what they want to hear. I'm going to analyze things. I'm going to, you know use my OCD for pattern recognition. I'm going to really get in there and keep doing what I've been doing and even hone it in even more because I want to get to the truth. And if you want to be on that journey with us, we're glad you're here. Uh, but you know, the truth isn't really, um, you know, it's a moving target. Well, am I going to, am I going to say it or is Shane going to say it? Cause you know, the truth is out there. Yeah. <laughs> Maurice thinks it's in the middle. I think it's a moving target, but I think it's a, a little scully. A little molder. Okay. You know what I'm saying, everybody. That joke's getting a little moldy. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I, it's it's one of those things where I like, we're going to keep doing this regardless. Um, but yeah, if you listen to the show, just, you know, support us in your own way. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, that's all I've pretty much got. Anything you either of you want to add before we... I was going to maybe we'll play the trailer, I know, too. Shane's got something to say. He's chomping at the bit over Whoa. there. I can see it. No, I was just going to say, hey, check out our Wounded Warrior. I just raised like 3500 I still got a campaign going, so um, out of 6000 and then UAP Med. It's important to me just as much as the podcast, so that's it. Did I take offense oh. to that, but okay. Um, no, I'm just To joking. what? I was going to say to what? You said that's as, as important to me as the podcast. I said I take oh, offense Oh, it's space to... pancakes. 
No, you know, I'm going to drop it out there one more time, too. We're looking, uh, we're getting the timeline down for our, for our documentary, and we're trying to find uh, different ways to make it interesting, whether it be animation or photos or some kind of moving um, media. So if anybody knows any animators or anybody that wants to get involved with creating some kind of visual aids as these, as some of these stories are being told, get a hold of us. Yeah. And actually we got, I posted something earlier and we got a lot of responses too many actually, um, where I was like, I felt like I was interviewing people all day long. Um, but two of the people were already in the UFO Twitter slash psychedelic community. So, I think we might try and work with those people as well. Like, as you mentioned, though, if there's somebody else out there that wants to help, we'll always find a way for you to help. So don't, yeah. you know, don't feel like you, you know, you don't have anything to offer. Cause if, if you want to, we'll find something for you to do. So yeah, change. no, you know, uh, unfortunately this, uh, this first project is more of a lab- labor of love and we don't really have too much, uh, financial backing. We're kind of, kind of just putting it together ourselves. And too uh, much, you mean none. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's very true. But you know, if you're, like I said, if you're, if you're starting off or if you're, you're, you're an artist that's established and wants to try and get your name out there, there will be people watching this. There will be eyes and something I've learned from my own career is just when you do stuff, other things start happening and other doors are opened and you just never know who's going to see your, uh, your work and you just got to be at the right place at the right time and have the skills ready to go. But we're all just kind of uh, banding together, and like like Mike Mike said, we're very appreciative of all the people that put in their time and their work. And uh, this is going to be a, a launch pad for us going forward. I'm a I'm a serious uh, content creator, film guy myself, um, and I haven't really made anything that I would be uh, be proud to to slap my name on as far as a film. And this is the first step in that direction. So, if you want to get involved in any way, uh, that you you're you're capable of you know kind of reach out and we'll see if we can uh incorporate you as of now or we're, we're searching for animators or somebody that can uh provide some kind of moving moving like after pictures. effects profession after effects or exactly exactly and uh we're just we're thinking outside the box you know me michael watches lots of lots of documentaries i'm more of a a film guy and uh we're kind of just putting our uh our skills to work here and we're trying to make something that that's unique to us and uh that's all we really can do but thanks everybody i i appreciate it yeah and again shout out to everybody we've met along the way everybody that's contributed everybody that's donated um some really nice people out there um and uh yeah honestly i mean it's crazy that we've been doing this for five years i guess it feels like it when you think about it but um, I, I'll say this, the one thing I can say about this podcast, it's, it's made me a far better person than I used to be. And I didn't, I don't think I was a bad person before. I just think that I was like a cog in the wheat, you know, I was just a moving part in this machine and I didn't really think about my place in the world or interacting with it. I was just, you know, a typical sports bro, video game bro, you know, musician bro, um, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And I think that everything happens for a reason. And my purpose was to do this, to meet all these people, to put myself on this path and this journey to become a better person, um, to enlighten myself, to continue this education that I stopped when I was younger, because I thought that 
it wasn't cool or I didn't need it or whatever the case was. Um, and I, to pick it back up and be so interested in these topics and be so excited about it, I think has made me, like I said, a better person, a more empathetic person, a more generous person, a more, um, mindful person. And, um, yeah. And a lot of that comes with a lot, you know, a lot of the people along the way too. So very well said, my friend. Well, that's all we got. And uh, I'll say this. We're going to wrap it up here. I'll play I'll play the trailer, and uh, that'll get us out of here unless either one of you have anything else to add. I'm good. What a long, strange trip it's been. Only five years, but hopefully five years, you know, five more to come. Shane will be, you know, on a lot of the episodes that Maurice isn't on, and Leah will be on some of the episodes, and, you know, a lot of the friends of the show will keep jumping in and out and you know we'll keep this thing going and lots of awesome guests to come i do have some people scheduled already and i'll be working on scheduling the rest here in the next couple weeks uh so stay tuned for that and uh yeah that's it we're gonna we're gonna play the documentary trailer out and then uh we'll see you all next week peace thank you for the last five years we love everybody stay safe out there and we'll catch you next time peace peace Is it real or is it not? That's what you're asking me. I still, to this day, can't find any rational explanation for what I saw. Extremely intelligent, apparently highly advanced, hyper-technological being. I think that we just don't look at the perception of reality in the right way yet. It got very close the point that I could see just one big light and then it stopped and then it shot up in the sky. You know, you know you're not dreaming, but you wonder how real any of it really is. It dawned on me, it, it was real, this, this took place, but then I still didn't do anything with it, never said anything to anybody. There is some mind-altering aspect to these UFO encounters. Uh, a lot of people get a sense of missing time. I noticed that these three stars were kind of in a formation. It was a triangular formation. Condensed into entities or beings that uh, you interact with who are sentient. Again, the goals which are going into our brain are making the unconscious archetypes come alive how things evolve from pure energy to matter. Definitely was kind of a paradigm shifting moment. And as we continue to evolve in our own consciousness, we will perceive of new modes of interpretation, but that may be dependent upon how this supposed phenomenon reveals itself to us. I'm not sure why we discredit the human experience when it's not in alignment with our current belief system. It's important to consider that, one, we don't really understand what our minds do under the influence of psychedelics. 
they all attest to the reality of some other realm. You call it the paranormal, doesn't matter what you call it, spiritual realm, supernatural, metaphysical, doesn't matter. The fact that we're essentially vibrating energy in a sense, and that when this experience is over, that that particular energy transforms and doesn't die because it can't die, fills me with a lot of comfort that there is something else after this so-called here and now. They show you how much of your reality is subjective and fragile and capable of being influenced by a psychedelic drug. Coming from a scientific background, you come up with explanations that range from geomagnetic to atmospheric to something that's physical in nature. There's a lot more out there that we don't know than we do know. So the entire system, the human body, is effectively a stimulation response machine. I think something's here. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it's from. It could be extraterrestrials. Until it made a full rotation and then it just hit an insane speed and just shot up straight into the atmosphere. I think that there's compelling evidence that psychedelics have played a significant role in human evolution over a long period of time. The our view of reality, the reality that we experience on a day-to-day -day basis, seems to be this very, very thin slice of something far larger and far more As within, so without. From UFOs to DMT.